It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Madano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. For the third time this week, in a row of four, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. To my right is Christian, to my left is James, my name is Brian. You are listening to our weekly Wednesday night episode. Uh, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode, this podcast, and all at THPN. Hey, guys. How is it going today? It's going great. Uh, my curtain, that's normally right here, fell at like 2 a.m. last night. So that was terrifying. Uh, and now just randomly just fell? my window. Oh, yeah, it just fell. Well, I hope it was randomly or else I have a ghost infestation. That would stink. Yeah, I know. Especially this close to Halloween. It kind of makes sense, right? Oh, it makes tons of sense. How old is your building, Christian? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That does not make me feel much better. And I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, it's pretty old. Um, there's boards coming off of it. They're, They're replacing some of the boards. So that's nice. But uh, some of the boards. <laughs> yeah, but it's old. It's gracious. All right, guys. Uh, we want to welcome you to the uh, episode tonight. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, there was one question I was going to ask tonight, but it kind of got already got answered in uh, today's big news with the Dallas Stars, and uh, we'll get to that obviously tonight. But uh, first things first, we need to go through some of the NHL stuff that's been going around. Obviously, we need to talk about. Phil the Thrill, not Kirill the Thrill, but Phil Kessel with the Iron Man streak a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of teams that are surprising us. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, 
but some of those teams have continued to do really well. So we're going to mention those teams again. Um, we're going to talk some Dallas Stars stuff. There's a lot of Dallas Stars stuff uh, to talk about. Uh, Garyanov, Peterson, Blue Mel. What the, what the heck? I can't believe I didn't see that one coming. I should have, but we have that to talk about. Uh, we need to talk about Pavelski because the dude's 38 and he's playing like he's 28. Uh, Johnson is nearing the end of his tryout with the Dallas Stars uh, at the NHL level. Will he be sent back to the OHL? We'll answer that question a little bit. And then uh, we'll go through uh, a couple of the games from this week, just kind of very briefly touch about them and maybe go into some certain specifics that we saw, what that whether it was good things or bad things or anything like that. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and start with uh, Phil Kessel. So Phil Kessel, obviously... He becomes the new Ironman, surpassing Keith Yandel, who recently retired in the offseason. He has 990 straight games where he has not missed a single game. And he also, in that same exact game, he got his 400th career uh, goal. So super fantastic as, as to what he did. Uh, how impressive is that streak that Phil Kessel was able to do that? Quite impressive, especially since he's doing it on a diet of hot dogs. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. I mean, the dude's only 35 right now. So if if he's as ageless as Pavelski, then he has another like five years in him. Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And, 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 you know, he's one of those guys that you never have to question whether he's going to be in the lineup or not. He's nowhere near like he was, you know, when he was in Pittsburgh or uh, when he was, especially when he was in Toronto. He's nowhere. He's not that same player anymore. But he can still put the buck in the net, and he can still be a a, a legitimate scoring threat uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. So we'll see how he does this year. And uh, eight games into the new season, he's the new uh, Ironman streak holder. So congratulations to Phil Kessel on that. Couple of teams we need to talk about. Uh, one in particular that I wanted to talk about, but we'll also talk about whatever you guys want to talk about as well, whatever teams. And uh, one team that is, it's ridiculous that they're this bad already. Uh, I want to talk about the negative first. So let's just talk about Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver is seriously still the only winless team in the NHL. And this is a team that I honestly pegged to make the playoffs. I honestly had them third in the Pacific and the further that this season goes along, I'm really starting to think that they're not even going to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they haven't won a game, so it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. They, they also can't hold on to a lead to save their lives. I think in, in almost all the games they've had at least some lead and they've, they've blown it every time. So it's, it's been a very rough opening to the season for them. There was a video I saw on YouTube earlier today, and it was a portion of the Steve Dangle podcast. And, you know, they're talking about Vancouver, right? And this is after they've lost only four games in a row at this point. And, and Steve Dangle is like, you know, betting it. And he's like, Vancouver fans, y'all will not lose a fifth game in a row by you know, having a multiple goal lead and losing the game. So they, they, they clip that part in the video. It's like a minute long. They put it for the first 30 seconds and then they show the Minnesota wild game where 
They were up three to one and they lost the game in overtime four to three. So they, <laughs> it's absolutely I ridiculous. Don't think they I don't understand what's so bad in that game. They, they were up three, two in that game, but yeah, they still lost it. Okay. All right. I thought they were up three to one, but no. nonetheless, they still lost five games in a row with having a lead. So it, it it's just absolutely ridiculous. And, and like, look, listen to the names on this list. It, it doesn't make sense. They've got, you know, they got Elias Pedersen. They've got JT Miller, who scored over 100 points last year. You've got Brock Besser. You've got uh, Quinn Hughes, who is one of the best young defensemen in the NHL right now. You've got Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko, I would put up there right now with the Igor Shosturkins, the Andre Vasilevskis of the world. Those mm. two guys are in, in like, Tier 1. Thatcher Demko is, like, in Tier 2, but just barely. So... I'm I'm shocked that this team is as bad as they are, and there's calls to fire their head coach, Bruce Boudreau, after you know the the crazy amazing wow. run that he had last season. What a crazy thought! Firing the coach to get better—that would never happen, not in a million years for Vancouver. Well, here's the thing about it, though, is that they've been bad, and they were bad before he got here. So, is it really? Boudreaux's fault or is it like the just the team in general like they just don't fit together I, I I don't know what what do y'all think I don't think it would do any good no probably not I think the team's not as good as people think it is I think all those players are overrated I think Dimco is way overrated especially by you I think everyone remembers what he did in the playoffs which was obviously fantastic and they are attributing that to him now he is not that goaltender I really don't think he is so he's shown signs of it at times, but he, he has not played consistently like that for an entire season. Yeah. I mean, it, it's that's definitely... Fair. That's fair. And, but I, I still think he's in that second tier, and, and you're allowed to disagree with vehemently. me. Vehemently. Yeah. And honestly, that team, that team's whole problem is all defense. Obviously, they can score. They get leads all the time. They They just give it up in an instant, man. Like, instantly. It's just gone. So the other team I wanted to talk about, and let's talk a little positively, is how about them Buffalo Sabres? Right? I mean, I think they're what five and one right now, James. If they're if I'm four and two. two, four and they two, they did end still. up losing that game. Oh well. Uh, who do they play? I think it was Seattle. They were playing the Kraken, and they lost five to one. And that's who they was- lost to. Like really, like that's that's such a Dallas Stars thing to do for the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> they beat all these good teams, and then they. They lose to a team like the Kraken. No offense to the Kraken, but they're just not a good team right now. Um, they've looked excellent. They really have. And, I mean, when you look at the the roster, no offense to them, but it, it's not like they have, like, the guys that Vancouver does, if, if that makes any sense. I mean, you've got Tage Thompson, who did really well. You've got Victor Olofsson. Alex Tuck has looked really good. Casey Middlestad. But uh, I guess the real surprise here is Rasmus Dahlin, who's just gone on a freakishly goal-scoring streak to start the season. And I think last week when we were talking about him, he w- it was just like three or four games, and he continued that streak. So it's it's fantastic, and I'm happy for, for Buffalo Sabres fans. And I know that we went through our period of darkness when the Stars were bankrupt and they were kind of owned by banks and stuff like that. They have never made the playoffs in over a decade in Buffalo. So I'm if there's a team, if the Stars are really going to suck it up this year, and there, if there's another team that I would really want to root for, I think it would be Buffalo. Just just because I want to see them make the playoffs, and they're an underdog. So 
What, what do y'all think? You think I'm crazy? I don't think they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> I think they'll slow down eventually. <laughs> say all these positive things, and and Chris is just like, no, they they suck. They're gonna yeah, not gonna. Their young the guys are really good. I mean, I seriously think yeah. that they can just leave this team the way it is. Maybe add a couple of pieces, and they can be a playoff team very soon. But I I think right now it's uh it's just a hot start, and I think it, it'll cool off eventually. They'll be closer. I think they'll be in in the fight for the bubble, but I think at the end of the day they'll be out of it. Yeah, and I mean, just like Alex Tuck, for example, he's got six goals in seven games and yeah, seven points in those six games. That's crazy. And with that, and, they're only four and two. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. That, it's not sustainable for for Tuck. That's true. But and in against my own argument, I guess I should say they've had hot starts in the past where they've looked really good and they've very quickly fallen off. So even if they make five hundred, I'll be happy for them. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Two more teams I want to talk about if if, you, if you're opening the floor. Yeah, Tampa Bay, it. terrible start. Yeah, three and four, right? Three and four. Uh, and they've looked right, weird. They've looked they, weird. They looked bad. Um, Right there with them is Columbus with their brand oh new God. shiny toy. They are terrible. I mean, Shock. three and five so far. So not great overall. And that's th- those two teams are bottom of the barrel in the Eastern Conference, by the way. So the Western Conference is far worse, but still, neither team is doing what anyone was expecting them to right now. Yeah. Go ahead, James. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say with the Blue Jackets, they've been really weird, honestly, because they go out and they beat like the best teams who have ho- who are hot and then they lose to the Coyotes. And <laughs> it's like that, that doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It sounds very Dallas Stars like, doesn't it? Well, um, there was something I was gonna say, and it completely just like dropped out of my mind. I'll say something. Let's move on to the next topic that I didn't mention sure. to either of y'all before we started. But did y'all see the <laughs> oh, post great. about the uh, opposing team dressing rooms that are going to happen in the Coyotes Stadium on the college I, campus? I heard, I heard something I, about it, but I, have I hadn't seen anything. any pictures. Let, let me look so, some up. Hold on. I'll in look some up the, while you're pretty much on the concourse, just underneath the, the stands, they just put up a bunch of curtains. And Wait, there's really? your dressing room. That's the dressing room? That's that is the, the dressing room. room. You know, like those big stage curtains they use when you go to like, like if you went to TMEA, Ryan, and there's like this big curtain separating a ballroom into two separate rooms. This one of them, except they just make that- a big square. Okay. And that's it. So yeah, y'all do what Ryan's doing. Y'all look it up. This entire situation is just a complete embarrassment on the entirety of the NHL. It I'm befuddled as to why Bettman is allowing this to happen, and not only allowing it to happen, promoting it and wanting it to happen. This makes the sport look ridiculous. It makes it look not even close to any of the other three top four sports in north america and it it's just it's a joke it's a clown show it's a clown show to use some world series terms but it's a it's a clown show i mean it it looks worse than than a lot of soccer leagues even like (laughs) mls is beating us right now (laughs) yes there you go there you go i would say mls is better so is this literally what it looks like right that's the dressing room Oh, my bad. That's not even under the stance. That's just on another rink. 
It literally looks like another rink. It is. That is that is like absolutely terrible. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, so sure. Sorry, I shared that. Brooke and Michael Hall's comment. Um. So one dressing room is for ASU, and the other dressing room is for the Coyotes. So now, there's no yeah, visiting dressing room. So this is the visiting dressing room. This is their solution. As, as if not having a stadium and playing in a, <laughs> I mean, there there's there's high school arenas in Minnesota that that are bigger than the ASU hockey stadium. Ardell right here saying the dressing rooms at yeah, Richardson Star Center are more saying. legit. Beer leagues have actual <laughs> dressing rooms. Beer leagues have better dressing rooms than the bros. <laughs> and these professionals are dressing on the ice of another hockey rink. Like, Connor McDavid is going to be dressing right there. The Connor McDavid, Leon yeah. Dreisaitl. We, the best hockey we player. We played there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know us. Like, like we J- played J- there ben. November 3rd. Oh, my gosh. This Soon. is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, man. The, the, the sooner they get their stadium, the better. That's all. But it's not going to happen for at That's least not three good. years. It's going to be four. It's going to be four. Mark my words. Three or four years? That's That's not a solution. And we're supposed to pretend like this is good for the National Hockey League to expand the sport, grow the sport in Arizona, where nobody lives anyway, because it's hell. <laughs> Just because it's hot. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is it's not exactly that bad. Ridiculous. It's not that bad. It's ridiculous. The weather is not that bad. Yeah, I agree with you. The, 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 the that dressing room situation is ridiculous. The whole situation is, ridiculous. Is, is, is is ridiculous. It's a clown show. Okay, um, I was gonna make this our uh, who cares segment, but I'm gonna throw a who cares segment on y'all at last second and make y'all choose. So we're actually gonna go straight into our top three and our bottom three uh, reverse retro jerseys that we saw. So. Forward. Uh, this second round, and I'll be honest, this second round was a lot better than the first round, in my opinion. I agree. Like, from almost all teams. There was a couple I was like, eh, it is better, but, you know, you still could have done better than that. Uh, I still want a Mooterist jersey, and I don't think we're going to see uh, a reverse retro Mooterist jersey for another 10 years. I heard so. on the Podman Rush, it was in discussions, but it didn't make it very far. So, But Dang. it was on the table. It was on the yes, table. Yes, I I, I, I listened to it on the way home today from church, and I was just like, oh, I got my hopes up so much. So it is what it is. But uh, do we just want to do like our – let's do our bottom three first. Because the bottom three, three – let's do bottom three first because uh, th- there were some of these that I was just kind of the, like – There really? are correct answers here. No, oh, yeah, there, yeah there definitely are. There definitely yes. are, yes. In my I opinion, there definitely are. my own answers. So uh, <laughs> who wants to go first? I'll go first. Do you just want to give all three one. or just one at a time? I'm going to do we're gonna do one at a time. Okay, this is my third worst jersey. Okay. Uh, this one is one that, that I am fine with some disagreement here. It's the St. Louis Blues jersey. Oh, no, I'm with you on that one. I can't. They're the St. Louis Blues, ugly. and it's a yellow jersey. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. And the stripes on the arms are ridiculous. That It looks stupid. Whatever. And the cuffs being blue is also ridiculous. It's terrible. Your St. Louis Blues wear blue. 
someone else. James. All right. My uh, my number third is the Flyers because they didn't change anything. Yeah, that's fair. I had a, <laughs> a separate category. And it's like, these are just their home jerseys. And that was my other category. So that's where the Flyers went. Yeah, and uh, Chris, ESPN had the St. Louis Blues. They ranked the 32 uh, yeah, reverse retros. Some. They have the St. Louis Blues at number seven. Yeah, they probably have like Texas Longhorns football as like sixth in the nation too. So I don't agree with anything. <laughs> oh man! Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll I'll give my first one. I I can't stand you know word mark jerseys. There are some teams that can get away with it. The Rangers, for example, are one of the few teams that can get away with it. So I I absolutely absolutely hate Chicago's jersey. I, I I don't like it. It, it. it literally just says Chicago across the front. And my number two is Chicago as well. And it's not just just Chicago across the front. It also has terrible stripes along the bottom of the of the jersey. It's like the whole second half of the jersey is just this weird stripe pattern that has never been on a hockey jersey ever. And it looks terrible. Yeah. It looks like they cheated off Detroit but added more stuff. Yeah. They added right. white. Yeah, so th- this is literally what the Chicago Blackhawks on the Dal- uh, the Dallas Stars, the NHL app. This is what they, this is like the description of the jersey. The 1983 Chicago uniform takes on a literal interpretation of reverse retro. The black and red colors are inverted with the Chicago word mark inspired by the 2019 Winter Classic crest laying across the chest. It looks stupid. I mean, it literally just says a cr- Chicago across the top. Like, I mean, they could have at least done like a diagonal or something like that yeah. I, I i don't like it at all looks so, bad yeah all right james se- james second, you're second favorite my second one is the ottawa senators uh i i don't like how their jersey is just mostly black <laughs> and and again they didn't really change much with their with their jersey i mean I, I I guess I guess most of it is just like the whole thing is just black with like this weird diagonal red stripe from the logo to like the bottom hip or something. I can it see looks that. Stupid right. to me. That's fair. All right. And my least favorite jersey is one that Ryan just mentioned. It was Detroit. Detroit is terrible. I don't care. I know it's a classic jersey. It sucks. I don't care. I hate word mark jersey. I I hate word mark jerseys. I just do. Um, have I already given two? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. I think I just gave you third. I think I just gave my third. Okay. Um, I'm going to give my second one to Minnesota. And the only reason I like, I love the Jersey, but here's the thing. They already did it. It is. So instead of white, it's green. They did the exact same thing. They, they did the North stars colors with the Minnesota logo. And they're not, they were never the North stars. Well, and I like again. I like the jersey, but the, there's mm. there's no creativity there. They didn't do anything different. They 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 just literally switched the white and the green and called it good. And I was like, well, that's stupid. So that that's my that's my second one. Um, I'm I'm kind of back and forth between my worst one. But James, what's your least favorite? While Ryan thinks about that, yeah, uh, yeah my least favorite one is also Detroit's jersey. Good, good. <laughs> there's, there's the very right bland, and I think it looks stupid. Agreed. It looks like a T-shirt. It does look like a T-shirt. Detroit still has the worst one from last year, even 
the one from last year was even worse. It was like it looked like a freaking practice jersey. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm James. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think the worst one is the Flyers. In my opinion, I think the worst one is the Flyers. I was between the Flyers and uh, the Flames because I just don't like. And it's just a personal thing. It's it's. I just don't like what Calgary did with their jersey. I don't like it. So, uh, but it, it, it's it's Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I'm shocked to give it to Philadelphia. That's just their away jersey. I mean, it wasn't creative, but that's definitely not the worst one. I disagree. So, okay, what what are y'all's top three favorite ones? Top three All favorite right. ones. There were there, like we said, there were so many good ones. My, my third, I went back and forth between the Rangers, uh, Empire State Building jersey, and Johnny Canuck. And I had decided to go with the Johnny Canuck jersey. Um, I think I like both logos equally. They're both iconic. The Johnny Canuck one is more funny because it's hilarious. It's just a Canadian with skates. That's great. Um, but the striping on the Johnny Canuck jersey is better, so I give it to that. So Johnny Canuck is number three. Honorable mention, New York. James, number three. I'm still trying to decide my number three, honestly. Okay, I'll give you my number number three. Because I'm kind of between a couple as well. But I will, dang, I'll go ahead and give it to New York Rangers. But shout out to the Islanders, because the Islanders actually get brought back the freshman jersey. So I'm happy about that. But uh, it, it's it's got to be the Rangers jersey. I love, the, especially that that blue. I don't know what it is about that blue color. It's just, it's fantastic. And the, the red good. sleeves, yeah, and, and the logo is just fantastic too. It, I mean, ESPN ranked it 16th, like like in the center. And I was just ESPN like, uh, no. ESPN no, is the no. worst. Like, it needs to be top three, like for sure. So that's my, that's my number three. All right, James. James. All right. My number three, I'm going to go with the Anaheim Ducks. I just, I like the, no, I like old that one hockey too. Mask jersey or old hockey mask jersey. It's, I, I, I always liked that logo. <laughs> like, I, I remember looking at the NHL games and like going back through where you can pick all the other jerseys. And I remember seeing that jersey of theirs and I, I loved it every time. So that's my number three. Agreed. Number two, we got an honorable mention from Ryan. I'm going with the Islanders fish stick jerseys. They're fantastic. Mr. Uh, Mr. Long John Silver himself on the jersey looks looks great. <laughs> you probably know it's a theme with mine. Is yeah. that I actually the logos suck, but they're amazing at the same yeah. time. So yeah, the fish stick jersey is great. It is so ridiculous. My number two, I'm going to go with uh, the L.A. Kings. I mean, I don't know what it is about L.A. Kings jerseys. You can't make a bad L.A. Kings jersey, in my opinion. You really can't. And the one that they have, it, it's it, it's remarkable. I absolutely love what they did with the jersey. It's a white jersey. They've got the old uh, King crest from, like, the 80s. It's got the purple sleeves with a little bit of yellow trim on it. It looks fantastic. Bring back the full-time purple. We don't got a purple team in the NHL. They got to bring it back. Right. Just I agree. my opinion. Yep. There needs Full to be some purple. purple. Right. I agree. Uh, all right. So my number two is the Edmonton Oilers. It's just great pick. <laughs> it's it's a really <laughs> nice logo. It's it's not super complex. And they they didn't have to do a lot with it. I, mean, I love it just, the oil It looks gear. so good. 
The oil, the oil gear drop. is a great logo. That's a great logo right there. That's the oil gear. I'm not on high edit on it as you guys are, but it it is a nice jersey. I like what they did with this with the color scheme. It looks very nice. And it is a black jersey. I like black jerseys. So all right. Am I giving my number one? I think oh, I guess it's me now. Chris Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, I was waiting for you, Chris. Turn. The number one, the best jersey. This jersey is Ovi's jersey. This is Ovechkin's jersey. He made this jersey. Every time I see this jersey, the only thing I think of is Ovechkin, and it's the Screaming Eagle Capitals jersey. It is fantastic. I can't believe they got rid of this logo. I mean, I, I get get it going to the red, white, and blue. I understand that. It makes sense. It's 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 a good marketing ploy. But the Screaming Eagle, boys, the scre- <laughs> look at it. It is ferocious. Ferocious. It's fantastic. And then the stripe on the bottom, that is so 90s. I love it. It says Capitals on it for no reason. Everyone knows you're the Capitals. You don't got to put your name there. But they did it anyway because, boy, howdy, they like their name. And I, I respect that. On, like, like an emotional the... level, I respect it. Random random question on, on the jerseys. Do you like the Vegas jersey? No. It's okay, right? I don't like it. I, it's okay. I have a soft spot for the di- diagonal word marks. I like them for some reason. I don't know why, and I fully understand that it is not very creative at all, but I like it. And I like I like the Canes jersey, too. If the Stars did one that just said Stars diagonally in the same colors, I'd love it. I'd buy it. Well, they did do that ugly black one that I wear sometimes. It says Stars and Arc, the one that James really likes. I can't stand it. I thought it was Dallas. It's Dallas across. Oh, maybe it says maybe no. Maybe yeah. it does say Dallas. Whatever. It looks like a college Dallas. jersey. I can't stand it. Well, no, that one's a football jersey. That one sucks. But yeah, if it said Daniel Stars, that would be cool. I'd like it. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement. You can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, uh, James? All right, I'll do my number one first, I guess. Yeah. So my number one is the LA Kings jersey. I'm with Ryan on this one. I I love their old purple that royal purple and they have the gold in there and they put just enough but not too much it it just looks so nice i love that jersey my number one is 
the most fantastic, ugliest jersey in this whole collection, in my opinion. But I love it. It's the Florida Panthers jersey. I love the Florida Panthers jersey. It's it is so fantastically ugly that it it just stands out. And I don't know what else to say about it. it. It's a palm tree with a stick with a yellow sun behind it. I mean, what's more indicative of South Florida than that? I, just, right? I feel like it's missing something in the middle there. Cause I, I agree. I like the idea and I like that. Have they just like, let's just make it a sun, you know, and then we'll add stuff around it. And that's what they did. But it feels like they need just a little Panther with the hockey stick in front going, the, going one direction. Like that X, it feels like we shouldn't see that. It feels naked. <laughs> it feels naked but the color scheme love it yeah it, it, it's that i guess is it called powder blue I that's guess? sky blue if it's, sky if it's blue, a florida sky jersey blue, okay. we're calling oh, yeah. it sky blue that's true. behind the sun okay sky blue with with the yellow and the palm the palm tree i, I love the color scheme on this it's it's fantastic is there any other jerseys that y'all particularly like liked but you couldn't put in the top three i like the sharks jersey I do too. I was that was the actually the one I was thinking about too. I'll say it. I wouldn't it, say it, it's in the top five, but it's in the top ten, and it's very it, it's out there. It's out there. Mm-hmm. I actually do want to do a shout out to the Anaheim jersey too because I, I I I love it. I don't know what it is about me with white jerseys, but I actually do love the white jerseys. And you know, I do love the Dallas Stars reverse retro too. We should just yeah, go ahead and talk I, about I, I it. I was actually because... about to say my list is Sands the Dallas Stars jersey because that would probably be in my top three. Yep, I love it. Too nostalgic. I, yep. I had the stars as third. And I was like, but it but we already don't, we all know that homer, we like yeah. that one. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, I gotta change it. <laughs> See what I thought was different about this reverse retro for the stars compared to the last one. Is that uh, the last last year's reverse retro? I think a lot of people hated it right off the bat. Like they could not stand that reverse retro. I personally liked it right off the bat, and then I think it, as we saw it more often and as time went on, I think a lot of more people realized, okay, this is actually kind of a cool jersey. I, I think it's timing was wrong. I mean, we just got the the Tron Skyline jerseys, and we got another Tron. Then we got a Stormtrooper jersey. I mean, we needed we needed a respite <laughs> in there. So this jersey should have come before last jersey, and then people would have liked last jersey better, I think. But either way, we have it now, and it's beautiful, and it's classic. Yep. Much and, different than last year's. Bar. Yeah, and, and see, that's what I appreciate about that. Unlike you know some of the other teams that I mentioned, like Minnesota, they literally just switched it from a white jersey to a green jersey. It, it, it's still the same color scheme and everything. Like With this one, I especially love what they did. If you look really closely at the, uh, the star in the center, They've they've got like the sort of kind of the same color of green, but you can like see the ridges where it kind of goes towards the center of the star. I think that's a that's a cool feature. I absolutely love that. So, okay. Anyways, let's get into some Dallas Star stuff because it's already getting kind of late. We got to go pretty quick here. Okay. Um. What do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about the news. Okay. So let's go, just go ahead and get straight into the news. Kind of already answered the question for me. Right into the news. Right into the news. Okay. Peterson gets sent down to the AHL, and uh, Blue Mel actually gets the call up from the AHL. He has eight points in five AHL games to start the season. So, you know, I should have seen this coming, but I didn't. I I, I think I was – I tweeted to – 
Assad asking him if it was going to be Damiani or Bork. And he said uh, Damiani first. And I didn't even think about Blue Mouth. I mean, I mean, James, you talked about him at the beginning of uh, the season in, in the preseason about how well he's been doing. So uh, are, are you surprised by this call up at all, James, or no? Oh, we might have lost. I think James there. froze. I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> no, yep. he, he's, still he's like standing too still there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chris, what do you think? I'll answer for James. James knew this was coming. I didn't, but James for sure called this before we saw it. Um, he's been playing great, like I said, in the NHL, but also Peterson, if Peterson played one more NHL game, he would have to clear waivers to be sent back down to the AHL. So that's why this, the timing of this happened the way it did. We're giving Blue Mel a chance, giving Peterson more playing time. That's what's happening. Uh, and and also Blue oh, Mel was the one. Yeah, I'm back. Blue Mel was the one who <laughs> did really good in the in the preseason. He, yep. he looked really really good. He and we were and surprised when when he didn't make it all the way to the end of of camp. Even. Mm-hmm. And, and he was kind of one of the ones that kind of came out of nowhere. It seemed like right. So yeah. uh, what I actually didn't know about this is. He was actually trending on Twitter, and mostly because he was a draft pick of the Edmonton Oilers, and then he was signed by the Dallas Stars. He was a fourth-round pick, and apparently the Edmonton Oilers Twitter group or whatever is really high on this guy. So he's he's going to get his NHL debut. There's there's no way they call him up, and he's going to be a healthy scratch tomorrow night. There's no way. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I would I would bet over a hundred bucks right now that Gary Onuf will be scratched. I'll, I'll, I'll just I think that's safe to say, right? Yeah, yes. yeah but I'm not gonna do it. I don't have a hundred bucks. <laughs> go go buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're at college student. You ain't got no money. So this kind of leads me into my next question. It kind of seg- It's a good segue in. What are the lines gonna look like tomorrow? Because it's it's really interesting, right? Because Gary Onoff is going to be scratched. So that second, le- I think it's the right wing spot. Yeah. Who's going to occupy that second right wing spot? Because you we would think Delandria, right? Because Delandria has played really well with that second line, but he's I... even he's even looked better on that third line with Ben and Johnston. So it's almost like you don't want to take him off that line. So do we see Blue Mel maybe? try a top six spot and just let him play with Sagan and see what happens. I think we'll see him in both places at some point throughout the game because he's shown, especially with that spot, he's not super, no one's really clicked super well the same way like Sagan and Marchman have and Ben and uh, freaking Johnston have. So he, he's more liable to move that right wing spot there and flip them. So I think they'll, they'll play both. What do you think is going to be more solidified, though, by the end of the night? Who is he mostly going to play with? I think he's going to play on the third line with Ben and Johnson. So let me ask you this, and it, it makes sense because ask he's... Me. Why not move Johnson up to the second line? Because he's a center. So? He's one of the few guys that are scoring goals on that third line. Right, Ben's who's, not scoring Who's any. taking faceoffs? Who's taking ben center? Let Ben take faceoffs. Who's playing center? Ben. No. He can play center. We already said Ben's not playing center. He hasn't done any centering at all this year so far. Right, but like because Gary Onoff is not taking advantage of his opportunities, I mean, maybe this is a chance to to. But Johnson's to let already Danny... doing great on that line. I mean, he already has three goals on the year. He's solidified himself 
as I, I mean, he's in the NHL mm, now, almost without if, a doubt, in my opinion. So, if, if Ryan is saying that Johnston ends up on that second line, what if you pull uh, Foxa off the fourth line and make Foxa the third line center, and then I have like Glenn Denny? There, I like that idea better. Actually, yeah, that's actually I a better still don't idea. Like Thank the you, James. idea, but I like that better. Yeah, but what what if that's he why actually? Would pay you, James. Thank you. <laughs> that's why James gets the big bucks. Uh-huh. Um, why not give him a chance on that second he's line? He's a though, center. Because right? he is a center and he, he is, is playing a, good at center. He so we're a, not going to move him from center. He is a young guy. And if he gets more playing time on the second line and he's going to get that expectation of, hey, you right. can actually get, he's gonna get more points. He's going to get playing time on the third line. Yeah. yeah I, they're, but, they're rolling all the lines this year. Yeah, Everyone's getting the equipment. same amount of time pretty much. And Delandria led forwards on time on ice two games ago. That's crazy. So we, we don't know what the heck's going to happen. This is because of all the penalties. Still, that's crazy. No, it, That was on nobody's bingo card. <laughs> so I, I think ultimately what I think we'll see is I think we'll see a blue mill on that second line. But I would like to see Johnson at least get a shot on that second line. I, I don't think we'll see it, but I think blue mill will get that, that chance just because Gary Onoff just – he hasn't done it, and it, it, it kind of sucks for Peterson because he got a one-game tryout, and that was about it, and he did not look good in that one game. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's hard to be scratched for the first five games, come in the sixth game, and, you know, play t- as bad as he did. So, uh, hopefully but, we see him the, come up soon. But but that's just how the league goes sometimes. I mean, that's – and that's, and that's that what Hanley – right. That's what Hanley has like thrived on for the past three years is that he's able to just come into the lineup and play like he always does. It's it's something that that you just you have to take advantage of. You don't have a choice. So ultimately, I th- I think that's what we'll see. We'll see Blue Mel get that shot on the second line, and it'll be, and it'll be interesting because a lot of people don't know who he is, including us in in a lot of aspects. We talked about him a lot in in preseason, but I mean honestly, I can say I didn't really even know who he was before preseason even started. Yeah. So I didn't know that we even signed him. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't even realize, I, I think we might've mentioned it like very briefly in one of our episodes in August. Like, Oh, Hey, we signed this dude. Yeah. Okay. Now let's move on. Now he's making his season debut and he may be the answer for that second line to play with Marchman and Sagan. We'll see. That would be epic. That quick, would be quick very sidebar epic. on this. We talked about this in the preseason. Give the young guys a chance. It has totally happened, and boy, is it working out great. I mean, it's fantastic so far. <laughs> Kibi Rata is back. He, he's showing up. JFK is here, and Delandria is playing fantastic. He, he looks like a he looks like a top six forward right now. He's playing so well. So this is fantastic. I love it. Let's kind of segue a little bit into this because we've we mentioned it briefly, and I, I think this is a very obvious answer to this question at this point is Johnston staying with the Dallas stars for the full season. Yeah. This was a much bigger question before the past two games. Right. Exactly. So I think he has to, if you're saying that that this team is going to win right now, we're doing it. Well, the other thing about this though, too, is that he's not just, you know, doing it offensively. We're, we're seeing it defensively too. Like I've, I've noticed him like, and maybe it's because I I'm noticed specifically. Some, go ahead. Dan. I honestly noticed some more on the de- defensive side than the offensive side. He's always back on the puck all the time. It's and a, he's it's, scoring. Yeah, and he's I, scoring I on top of that, uh, it it looks like he he's been in the league for a year or two already. 
So. Agreed. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's any holes. No. Maybe muscle on the boards, and that's yes, it. That, and, and that's the only thing I would say, too. He's He could get bigger because, I mean, when, when he's on the ice, I mean, you can tell with both him and – uh there's there's one or two other but they're they just look smaller they're not uh not height wise but like they just yeah. aren't as filled out they're not they're so not winning physical battles delandria yeah, maybe and, yeah maybe that's who i'm thinking yeah. of and i think i'm thinking of lundquist as well actually but mm, that's okay yeah that's true all, all all of those i mean that's really the only thing he can do is just fill out his his body more i mean yeah get like get like, get like me <laughs> you yeah, like me yeah. he'd be great sure sure chris sure sure okay uh let's talk a little bit about uh what we've seen this past week uh for some reason the dallas stars cannot beat the ottawa senators even before <laughs> no. they were considered good yeah. this year right uh so their record currently in the last 11 games against one of the worst teams in the past five to seven years two six and three they have won Ow. two out of 11 games against the Ottawa Senators. That makes absolutely zero sense. I don't understand. Some teams <laughs> Make just have your number. Some teams just have your number, man. That's all I can say. It's like we we do that to teams sometimes too. I mean, we do that to the Avalanche pretty regularly. We yeah. just we find a way to Edmonton. beat them. Yeah, and Edmonton. I mean, th- those are great teams, but we just there, there's just, just sometimes <laughs> Yeah, you you just don't lose to certain teams. It's I think it's the craziest thing ever because it it's throughout the league. It's not just like this happens just with the stars or just with the Sens. It's like there there's just some matchups that just favor one team so much it's crazy. Yeah. But over oh. the course of seven years, seven yeah. years is crazy. That's just, that's that just doesn't oddity. make any sense. That's just that's weird. I don't think there's because this team is the polar opposite of last year's team for for the stars. So I think it's just chance. Yeah. And, and honestly, coming into the Sins game, I was like, oh, man, we always lose to the Senators. I did same. not feel good. And I felt the same way about Boston. I was like, we never beat Boston. We're going to lose. <laughs> Luckily, we only have We're to gonna play Boston We're going to lose to Boston twice. unless Tyler Sagan wins. And then that stat popped up on the on the TV, and it was like, Chris, you're right. We only win when Sagan wins for us. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I really didn't pay attention. Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, it, it's just crazy. Uh, let's that's talk that, about. By the way, was Tyler Sagan has? It, it, was he the only player on the roster that had game-winning goals against the Bruins? Yes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, speaking of teams that have been really have continued to be really good, and they're missing a bunch of players at Boston. Uh, that's gonna be scary if they get their players back. Whew. Um, imagine they get worse. <laughs> they get that that would be hilarious. <laughs> Brad Marchand, you're going back to LTIR. You suck. Um, we'll take him. Let's yeah yeah seriously I I'd love to have him on our team. Uh, let's talk about uh, Pavelski a little bit because the guy continues to defy age. He's 38, gets a hat trick in that uh that one game against Montreal. I mean, oh stupid! What the heck? I don't know what else to say about the guy. I mean, he and he's making five and a half million dollars. Yeah. I mean that that that's a steal yeah, he, for he somebody a, that can do that. He took a pay cut for us so that we could sign yeah. Robertson. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, and it, I love that man. What he's done. I mean, I love him. 
it, it really is insane what he's done. I mean, since he's been to Dallas, he's progressively gotten more and more points each season. So, yeah. I mean, the first season he had, um, he had 31 in 67 games next season, 51 points in 56 games. And just last season, 82 or 81 points in 82 games. Yeah. His numbers right now are better than he was at his peak in San Jose. I mean, he's playing for the exact same coach right now. Then that's that's hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So pay the man. So, Let's sign him again right now. I mean, I don't yeah. Care. Sign him until he's forty-five. I mean, at this point, <laughs> we've already given Suter till he was forty. He's not even that great. So Suter two point So. I wanted to ask a big question about this because it's it's about Miro. And I don't know whether to be worried about this or if I'm just freaking out too much. Yes, he just he's just missed one game so far, but I don't expect him to play against uh, the, uh, the whoever we're playing on Thursday, the Capitals. the Capitals. I don't expect him to play against the Capitals because the game is too too close together. Are we going to be okay without him? Because, no. I, I mean, shout out to Lundqvist. He 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 played really well. Uh, you know, asking him to just jump into a spot as basically our only puck moving defenseman at this point. But I mean, are the Stars going to be able to win games without Miro Heiskanen? Because, I mean, I would assume that he was hurt on Monday and. That's that's why we probably lost that game, and then we did not play all that great against uh, the, the team on on Monday either. Against the they can win, the but they have to play five on five. I mean, we, we can't. Yeah, we, we can't, can't get go on, on the penalty, penalty kill, kill, and we can't get on the and power play because yeah. he's our best player Either. on both sides. So we, we we need to play five on five. We need to play a clean game, and we need to and, find a way to get out of our own zone without Miro. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh. In last night's game, it was a little. It, it was really weird for me to see that Suter had almost 26 minutes on ice, and Lindell didn't. And Lindell barely made it to 20. That was weird to me as well. Yeah, I mean, why, why, why are we leaning on Suter so much? I mean, he's going to break. <laughs> we don't need to break two of them. <laughs> and, and it's like, yes, we Suter has. We're not big fans of that contract that Suter has and everything. But he's still a capable, you know, maybe middle pairing defenseman. But he would—he's still more suited for that bottom pairing. That's In all sweet. reality, that's probably where he should be playing right now. Yeah. And what what I'm what, what I don't understand is, and I'm glad you brought that up, James, is because Lindell is way more serviceable than Suter is. And I even think that Essa Lindell should get a shot on the power play rather than uh, Ryan Suter at this point. I agree. I mean, at, at least give somebody else a shot because the power play, honestly, yesterday was absolutely atrocious. It was. I feel like Suter even being out. on that second line power play is ridiculous. I mean, I don't think he's been good at all in the power play. And I gave him his credit defensively, except for last night, but also last night he was on the second night of a back-to-back. He played 40 or 26 minutes, and he's 38 or whatever he is. So I'll give him a break for that. But overall, he's decent defensively, but he has never looked good on the power play this year or last year. So I don't understand why he's still given that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I expect Lindell's 
Einstein to go up, and I expect to see suitors to go down because mm. I, I don't know. That, that's just what I expect to see. So, and you know, maybe maybe the answer for the power play for the Stars right now is literally just to go with five forwards. I know that's risky, but you don't. Other than Lundqvist, I don't really think there's anybody else that. I mean, Hakapa. I mean, he's got a blast from the point, but that's about it. He's just have he just, Hintz play like a defenseman. He'll be fine. <laughs> Hence quarterback for the power play. Famous, famous last words. Famous last fun. words. <laughs> Three shorthanded goals in the next game. <laughs> yeah, four so, hints. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's get into the Who Cares segment for tonight's, uh, you guys. I'm going to throw this on you. And it didn't have to be top three it, because it's it may be hard to think of your top three. But let's talk since we're getting close to Halloween here. What I want to talk about is your top three horror films or Ugh. scary films or thriller films or whatever. Insert the blank here. Talking about scary movies. Would you like me to go first? Sure, I you can go, go first. first. Oh no, James, go first. I got yeah, I got a number name. three. Okay. Number three, Monster House. That movie's scary. You can't tell me otherwise. Monster House? Monster House is scary. Good pick. It's traumatizing as a, as a kid, okay? That movie oh is traumatizing God. as a kid. I throw this on you guys because I'm expecting you guys to not agree. And then the first thing James says, he says Monster House. And <laughs> Chris is like, pick. oh, it's a fantastic pick. It is, it is fantastic a great, great pick. pick. Oh, my gosh. What have I done? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess my number, I'll do my number three. Uh, my number three is Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. And it, it's a kind of a, it's not an older film. It's like from like 2010, 2011. But dude, it, it's super freaky. And the, the thing about that movie that makes me, it, it just makes me cringe is because the last scene, there's like these little demon creatures or whatever. They're pulling somebody down into the basement or whatever. And it, it not to get so graphic here, but it it like it makes me cringe because their bones break. But they pull them down, and they're you know how legs are supposed. If this is a person's leg, it's supposed to go like this. Okay, it it goes completely in like that, and Great. oh, it, it like makes me cringe every single time. And I love that movie at the same time. It, it it freaks me out every single time. So that's my number three, Chris. Uh, my number three. I'm gonna go with the boy. Uh, oh, that's a good this pick. One was I didn't even think about marionette that marionette boy who we see him move around all creepily like, oh, it's a ghost. Nope, it's a freaking fully grown man child moving around this little doll thing and chases around the weird old nanny boy. And he lives in the walls. So, yeah, that was scary as heck. Probably just because right. it was as realistic as it could be. That 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 is freaking creepy. I agree. All right. My number two. My number two is Toy Story because Woody is freaking scary, dude. He turns his head all the way around. Great pick. That is terrifying. You can't tell me that's not terrifying. Great pick. Okay. I hate Play you. Both. Nice horror movie quote of the decade. It's terrifying. Great pick. I hate you both. Seriously, like I hate you both. You you you've, you've ruined it. <laughs> all right, Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, uh, I guess my my number two. Um, I'm gonna go with The Conjuring Two. The Conjuring Two, the the whole series of Conjuring, I absolutely love. So like all of the 
all of the Annabelle movies and uh, yeah. all the Valak movies. I, I love all of I, those. It's I watched 30 minutes of The Conjuring and I walked out when I saw the demon on top of the dresser and I have not watched anything, any of The Conjuring since then. <laughs> what do you mean? I watched all of The Conjuring. That was such an easy movie to watch. Well, I love it. it. Here's a little thing about me. I hate scary movies. So <laughs> well, then what'd you go to a movie <laughs> theater to watch it? I wasn't in the movie theater. This was like yesterday. Oh, no, it, it, <laughs> wasn't literally... yesterday. it was like two years ago, but still. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't even know where we're at. Who Are we on number one yet? No, it's me. It's me doing okay. number two. My okay, number, you do two number two is you're pooping. Okay. Uh, my number two is Get Halloween Remade yeah. 2018, the one that came out just a few years ago. That's a good choice. I like that. That was movie. great. See this? I I don't know why. I do not find the Halloween movies scary. I just find them funny. So the entire time <laughs> I watch this, I'm the only one in the whole theater that's just <laughs> laughing my head off when the dude curb stomps the guy in this. In this, this movie this is where the curb stomp happens. Boy, that was hilarious. Man just got curved stomp. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> All right. All right, All right, James. So so for my number one, I'm going I'm going a little obscure, okay? We gotta go to the Toromator short stories, right? The ghost light. Oh my goodness, that thing is terrifying. <laughs> Talk about talk about scary. Like aliens just come out of nowhere and abduct him. That's terrifying. <laughs> Fantastic list. Fantastic I cannot believe list. we're doing this live. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I have I have I mean the next who cares segment needs to be who cares won. segment list. That's my number one who cares segment list of all time. I've already That's, won. I've already won, won tonight. I agree. James wins. I hate you both. Uh, my number one is The Shining. Shining is like one of the absolute creepiest movies ever. It, it it's constantly in all sorts of pop culture references, and memes, and all sorts of stuff. And it it's it just it's just flat out creepy. It's it's one of the few movies that like gives me nightmares when I go to sleep. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, that scary. it's scary. So, yeah, that's it. All right, my number one is Halloween Kills, the sequel to Halloween 2018. <laughs> this movie is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. This Michael Myers dude is just running around, and everyone's all together. They're all safe at the hospital, and everyone's like, you know what we should do? Let's split up, gang. Straight Scooby-Doo style. Straight Scooby-Doo style on Michael Myers. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible idea. You got yeah. four guys, and then they find him, and they're not like, okay, let's call in the backup. Ring, ring. They're like, nah, we got this, dog. Three of us, two of us are small, frail little women. We're going to take down Michael Myers all by ourselves and be the heroes. Yeah, that doesn't work. I mean, did you see the ending of this movie? <laughs> spoiler alert. And spoiler alert to anyone who has not seen Halloween Kills. If you haven't seen it, uh, you know how it goes. It's Halloween. Yeah, he kills a lot of people. But anyway, uh, they all get him. They all got Michael Myers. They're just beating him over with baseball bats and rakes and whatever. For whatever reason, they're not shooting him. No, they actually did shoot him several times. They shot him several times. 
Like Michael Myers gets shot several times with a gun. And they do the whole montage. It goes slow-mo. They're like, oh, wow. They're finally going to do it. They're finally going to get Michael Myers. He's going to die. And then he's just like, oh, wait, I'm getting beat up. And then he just stands up and kills every single one of them. All of them. <laughs> they all die. Every single one. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, like, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen the, the, the new movie yet. I'm thinking, all right, they shot the man. What else? So he's been burned and shot, and he's still alive. He, he, he's unkillable. I mean, he's gonna live forever. Yeah, because if they kill him, then there's no more. There's no more movies, right? I guess. Right. I don't know exactly. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. You know. You know the the type of scary movies that I hate, and it, they've overdone it way too much. It's the the paranormal activity movies. Like I, I've never thought any of those were any good. Like any of those. I haven't watched them. You haven't seen you, you haven't even seen one? Nope. Really? I think I've seen like number one and like three or four. So I've seen like they've made like six or seven, I think. Something like that. Some, something crazy. I was like, they just need to give it up. Give it up. Well, thanks for sparking my nightmares again tonight, Ryan. I really appreciate it. The melatonin dreams will be off the charts. Yes. Extra drugs for you tonight, Christian. Yeah, Extra I'll take, drugs. I'll take three just for you. Yeah, thank you. Because I'm going to need some, too. All right. Uh, anything else, you guys? I think that's it. Nope. Hopefully we stop losing. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yep. And we will see you guys uh, tomorrow night. Wow, that's crazy. We're going to see you tomorrow night? That's weird. That's insane. Four nights in a row. Yeah. Gosh, just subscribe to the thing. Because <laughs> you're going to see us all the time. Subscribe, like the thing. Go to the, the DraftKings thing up here that ryan always talks about do that the promo code is thbn it gives you free little goodies like he always says do that buy stuff uh from sarcastic remarks shop.com was that correct ryan sarcastic remarks shop.com good for you let me tell you we are going to outfit your bathrooms all right we already have the bath mat phase three the shower curtains coming (laughs) phase four we're gonna get like the the shade the lampshade that goes over the the bathroom lights let me tell you, you don't think you need those, you need them. They're we're gonna have not. custom cabinets. Ca- custom cabinets. Custom cabinet wallpaper. Can we get a can we get a toothbrush? A sarcastic remarks oh, toothbrush as well. Sarcastic remarks toiletry essentials. Yes. That has to be next. <laughs> Y'all are making my job so much harder. That has that, to be next. <laughs> that, that has to happen, dude. Oh man. Oh, you so can go, tell we're go all do all the stuff, everybody, please. And we'll catch you on the flip side, right, Ryan? Sure. I'm not even going to do it. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good night. He did it. We hope you guys have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening. We'll, We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Bye.